2: Host, Beth and I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. So much is going on here at Freedom Fest, and we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit, but let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you. We come before you, Father, with grateful hearts. We praise you and we thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy. And once again, your forgiveness, Father, and how you provided a way for your children to spend eternity with you. Father, we just ask that you will protect each of us, that you will protect this nation. Father, it has this dark, evil cloud over it. The evil one thinks he's winning, but we know that he's already lost. Father, help us to get through this mess and to come out stronger, healthier, wealthier, and wise. Not for us, but for your kingdom, Father. Because it's not about us. It's about you. You are more concerned about the individual American than you are about America. And yet, all nations rise and fall by you. So I pray, Father, that we can bring this nation back home to you, to our foundation, that we can be a better people after all this mess is over. And saying it's over is is probably the wrong word, Father, but you know what I'm trying to say. Because evil will always keep coming, and we have always got to stand our ground. I believe you have placed me here, and I believe you have placed every listener right where they are for such a time as this. And it is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. We are here in uh, Rapid, South, Rapid City, South Dakota, with Freedom Fest, and we are honored because uh, Liberty, Loving Liberty, network has sponsored CSE Talk Radio and brought us here, and we are so thankful. We've learned a lot. We've met a lot of people, and we intend to meet a lot more people before we're done. We will head back home ourselves tomorrow morning and uh, be ready on Monday morning to tell you all about what's going on here. And um, the headlines that I'm looking at today, and, I mean, there are a ton. We will have uh, Daniel Turner calling in just a little bit, but, uh, you know, Jen Psaki says that uh, the president didn't lie. He was just trying to make a point. So he told everyone, if you get the COVID shot, you're not going to get COVID. Yet we know all the Democrats that escaped out of Texas, well, maybe not all of them, but a good bunch of them had already been vaccinated, and guess what? They got COVID. You know, folks, you can't hide from a virus. It just doesn't happen. I'm not going to tell you to get a vaccination or to not get a vaccination, that is up to you. But do your research. Do your research. There's uh, three different ones out there, and uh, I know many people that got them. They're doing fine. I know many of us who are just being stubborn and say, no, I'm not. It's nothing new for me because I don't like shots. I didn't get a flu shot. I never get a flu shot. And they could probably put that on my gravestone. She didn't get a shot. So,
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, and then... Unfortunately, from Missouri, we have a little news, and I'm not too happy about it, but it is a certain school district, and they're spending $15,000 on critical race theory. 15K, that Fifteen K—that is 15000 right? I don't know my money very well. And um, they're going to put together all this curriculum, and they're going to teach this to the children. Is that why we send our children to school? To learn what color their neighbor is or what color their neighbor isn't? Is that why we send them to school? Or do we send them to school to learn 1 plus 1 is 2, 2 plus 2 is 4, 3 plus... Oh, a homeschooler here. I better get it right. 3 plus 3 is 6. <laughs> I didn't homeschool my children, and that was probably a blessing because they're all still alive and they're all doing very well. But even if you don't homeschool... If you send your children to these public schools, these government schools, you're still the one in charge. You have to remember that. When your children come home, seriously, you know, if you ask them, what did you learn today? My kids all said nothing, and then they ran and got their toys, or they ran outside. But sit down and ask them what they they did today. You look at their papers, and then... You know, I used to tell my kids, and, of course, it wasn't as bad then as it is now, and it was bad then. This is the answer they want. This is the right answer. (laughs) This is the answer they want. You're going to get through, get the grade. This is the right answer. Why is that the right answer? And I'm not talking about one plus one is two, but I'm talking about some of the other things that they would teach the kids. Like um, Darwin's theory. Creation is real. That is a theory. They're both religions. You have to remember that. So I'm not a little, I'm not a little disappointed, but not necessarily. It's in St. Charles County, so it's not really, it's not really uh, uh, something that we wouldn't expect in that county, in that area. But think what damage it's going to do those kids. Now, last night, I got to, yesterday afternoon, late afternoon, I got to listen to uh, Larry Elder. Now, I never heard of Larry Elder till several years ago, because he's a talk show host in uh, the state of California. But he is, and I have it here somewhere, I've lost it, he is um, running for governor in the state of California, and the polls have him ahead. If you believe in the polls, we know the polls can be fixed. Usually it's fixed the other direction. He's got him worried. And so they're trying to go after him, and he was here, and he did a beautiful talk last night. Why was it beautiful? Because it wasn't just rhetoric. He was telling his wife's story. What brought him to where he is today? He was an angry man. He was angry at his father. His father was very strict, disciplinarian. Today, if we did that, we'd be in a lot of trouble. But Larry Elder and his father did finally come together, and... uh When he realized where his father was coming from and the world his father had lived in, he realized he didn't have it so bad. But your life, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. Don't be ashamed to tell your story. Um, You know, somebody like me, I always say, well, it wasn't very exciting, you know. I grew up in uh, the city area, suburb of Kansas City, Raytown, Missouri, I didn't grow all the way up. Some people say I still haven't. But I was only about 14 and a half when we moved from the city to Jamestown, Missouri, out in the country. So I was a city girl coming to the country. And, oh, yeah, they made fun of me. They made fun of me a lot. They thought I had an accent. But I knew it was all them that had the accent. And I guess now we all talk alike. (laughs) But everybody has a story. I thought mine was kind of boring. But everybody has a story. So here I am. Well, right now I'm in South Dakota. But we broadcast from rural America. If there's one thing that I learned coming from the city, and that was a suburb, so I wasn't like in a high rise or anything. And you go to the country where they're actually making your food, where they're actually plowing the land and planting and growing, you got to feed those cattle, even in the winter. Even in the winter, you got to take that food out there. Uh, I married a farmer, um, and our story goes on. I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. <laughs> it's going to take. <laughs> My son says it's not done yet. I said, "Well, I'm not done yet." So anyway, I learned a lot in just a few years that we were on the farm. But we lost our home in a fire, and then we went and moved. To a little town called California, Missouri, where we broadcast from today. And my husband took on full time construction because that was in the 80s and farming wasn't really good then. And we decided it was time to make a change. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. I know when we come back, Daniel will be with us. And I got some things to talk about with him. But you're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We are here at Freedom Fest, sponsored by Loving Liberty Network. And we will be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with liberty. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGF coins. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner on the line. Daniel, how you doing today? Do you, we don't have Daniel. I don't hear Daniel. Okay, I am, I am okay. Here. There he is. There I am. Hey, how are you, Daniel? It's always
3: great to go into a weekend to talk to you and the wonderful CSC Talk Radio listeners. So well, thanks, thanks for having you. me on.
2: Thank you. God bless you. What's going on this week? i got a few things I wanted to share with you,
3: but what's going on? Well, the, just a very quickly an update of the ongoing saga of Tracy Stone Manning. She is a yes. woman nominated to be the Bureau of Land Management uh, Director. Uh, she's the former eco-terrorist who spiked the number of trees in the forest for the sole purpose of herding and naming lumberjacks back in the day. Um, She was voted out of committee on a 50-50 basis. Uh, All 10 Republicans voted no. All 10 Democrats voted yes. And now she goes to the Senate floor for full confirmation. And my organization, Power the Future, which many of your listeners are gracious enough to support, we will be running uh, a series of ads targeting very specific individuals uh, and telling them to vote no, um, especially individuals from logging states. We have two new Democrat senators from Georgia, John Ossoff and Raphael Warner. Georgia is the fourth largest logging state in the nation. What do they tell the 180,000 men and women who work in Georgia's logging industry? What do they tell them by voting for a woman who targeted loggers? Raphael Warnock. Claims to be a Christian. He's the pastor of Martin Luther King's former church. Martin Luther King stood for nonviolence by voting yes. He is condoning political violence. And that is an absolute ab, it it is an abrogation of all Christian beliefs but also of what Martin Luther King brought into our lexicon as Americans. And so we are going to push forward to stop her confirmation because she is an abomination to the American system, and she has no place in our in our government.
2: Uh, that was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is about her. Now, you say you're going to be running ads. Um, you're talking about paper ads. You've got uh, um, some... If you've got some recorded ads, we'd be we'd love to run them. I know we don't have all, the, but absolutely because everyone needs to know.
3: We will be putting them on social media. We'll be doing radio ads, and if we can find the resources, hopefully select television ads in key states, specifically targeting um, Raphael Warnock, John Ossoff, Joe Manchin in West Virginia. Joe Manchin, West Virginia is not the world's biggest logging state. Um, but he represents a constituency of, of blue-collar workers, and they would never want to see someone like Tracy Stone Manning, an eco-terrorist, in a position of authority. And and so, let's, just, absolutely. let's just tell
2: all the listeners right now, you need to make some phone calls. This stuff is getting to be ridiculous. Uh, the criminals in the Democrat Party and this administration is just piling up, just piling up, and this woman is a criminal. And do you think she's going to run that office any different? I mean, what do you think? No. <laughs> do you <laughs> yeah. think she's
3: repented of her ways? I
2: don't think so. No. I think she got away with it. Not only she did, did. She, she did what she did, but then she turned on others. So she didn't really believe yes. it.
3: <laughs> yes, and that's yeah. what, that is her defense. She is saying, look, I, I cooperated with authorities. No, no, no. You ratted on your friends because you didn't want to go to jail, and you sent your coworkers to jail. Um, and so she cut a deal with the prosecution to avoid any type of penalty and then to say, oh, no, no, I, I, I cooperated with the police. No, you're, you're a rat, and you're, you're an accomplice, and accomplices go to jail. And that's one of the things that I've disagreed with in the past on people who have pushed the criminal reform message. Oh, this poor person, they were just the lookout in a drug deal, and, and now they went to jail for 10 years. Lookouts and drug deals are accomplices. Drivers are accomplices. Anyone is was okay. like, I didn't yeah. actually. You know what, Beth Ann? I didn't perform any abortions. I just worked at Planned Parenthood for 20 years, but I personally didn't do anything. And you would say, no, you knew what that organization was doing. You are just as guilty as the people who actually performed the procedure. And that is what Tracy Stone Manning is. She is a terrorist, and she does not deserve any role in civil society.
2: And she'll do anything for herself to survive, including Absolutely. ratting on her friends, her so called friends, and turning them yes. in. So she got out. As the and head of
3: PLM, as the head of the Bureau of Land Management, she will control hundreds of millions of acres of federal land. And she and will determine can you graze not just oil and gas or any other resource development, can you graze your cattle on this land? We go back to that ugly shootout between the Obama administration and the Bundy family, right? All they were saying is, this is our, we've been grazing our cattle here. Not anymore, because we won't let you, because we don't like you, right? Uh, They've gone after so many. This is access to land.
2: They've gone after so many, and uh, they're not going to stop and uh, I, we need to talk a little mo- more about this, and I need to get uh, some people on that are even more authority, more authority and more know- knowledgeable on it. But this executive order that's coming out, 14008, taking that land, 30% more of the land. 30%. Who's going to do that? This exactly. Cow, it's going to come right out of this BLM. That's where it's going to exactly. come Exactly. And the EPA. They're going to go after the land. They have yep. been going after the land. And she is going to be a criminal going after you, America. You've got to understand that.
3: And and land is no different than guns. It is no different than the combustion engine. It is they are going after personal property. They want to determine what you can It's a philosophical argument. We're not even about AR-15s or cows grazing in a pasture. It is a philosophical argument that we, the government, determine what assets you are allowed to have. And by controlling your assets, they control you. That is why they hate the Second Amendment. That is why they hate private property. That is why they hate the combustion engine. It is freedom for you to live your life. And they don't want you to be free. They want you to be subjugated to them, the powerful government.
2: Ew. Even if you live in the city, if you live in the suburb, and you just have a little plot there with a house on it, or you're, uh, you're renting an apartment, the things that you own, they want to control. Every single thing, from your cell phone to your property, yep. your cars, your vehicles, the gas you put in it, the batteries. <laughs> I mean, they want control of everything. And that, my friends, is communism. That, my friends, is tyranny. You know, uh, we're right here in South Dakota, and I know these folks, these folks around me right here, they knew the Bundys. And uh, they stood with them. And uh, they're still being persecuted, the Bundys are. And people are going after them. But, you know, when you, when the, Outsiders look at this. They don't understand the land or the property. Outsiders looking don't understand the coal industry. They don't understand the fracking. They don't understand the energy industry here in the United States. And that's why you're so important. Or oh, not just the United States, but everywhere. Yeah. And uh, that's why we need you, Daniel. <laughs> well, thank you. So let, let, you us, you let us help you with this, getting this word out. And I'm telling my mm-hmm. listeners right now, make those phone calls. Make those phone no. calls and tell them, do not let this woman become head of the BLM. No. You know, they stonewalled, <laughs> let's stonewall the Stone Manning. They stonewalled many of President Trump's. In fact, when he left office, he still didn't have them all in place because they refused mm-hmm. To meet them, so to uh, confirm them. So let us know, and I'm telling my listeners right now: call those representatives, call those senators, and you tell them do not let this happen. I guess it's the senators now. It's leaving the house, isn't it? So it's the senators, say.
3: yes, and especially if it's Georgia, like I said, John Ossoff, Raphael Warnock. If you are in Maine, it is Senator Angus King. We have Susan Collins; she has voted no, she will vote no. That's wonderful. Maine is the third largest logging state in the country. There are many loggers in the state of Maine. Angus King is an independent, but he caucuses with the Democrats. Angus King has to vote for his constituents, and his constituents cannot sleep at night knowing that a woman who targeted their lives. Remember, Beth ann I've said this before last time we talked about her. We allow the right to protest, and you can go stand on the street with a sign and bang a drum all you want. But she didn't protest. She targeted the lives of these people by jamming a thousand of those metal spikes into different trees.
1: She the goal was tracks.
3: to hurt and kill people. And yes. that is, it's beyond illegal. It's beyond immoral. It's—it. Uh, I can't even find a word for it. God bless you, that fan It's Thanks criminal.
2: You, it's criminal. Daniel, thank you so much. Let's get together next week and talk about these ads that you're going to be running. And... Uh, We'll target all that we can, and I'm telling my listeners right now, make those phone calls, make them. And you tell these guys, do not confirm this woman. Do not confirm this woman. How about Alaska? Real quick. What does she
3: do? She's a a no, which is important. Thank you, Senator Murkowski. Thank you. All right.
2: About time. (laughs) Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate all you do. Have a great weekend. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We are broadcasting live at Freedom Fest in Rapid City, South Dakota. we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth and We are here broadcasting live from Freedom Fest in Rapid City, South Dakota, and we must thank Loving Liberty Network. We are on that network as well, and I have the founder of Liberty, Loving Liberty, I always want to say it backwards, Loving Liberty, with uh, Kathy Smith here with us today. She's going to speak a few words, she said. <laughs> Thank you, Beth
4: Ann. It's so great to be here with you at Freedom Fest. We've loved it. There's a lot of energy here, wonderful people. We've heard some great stories. Mm. And we're just so honored to have you on our platform on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. I mean it. I've told Beth Ann um, privately, but it's fun to tell your listeners that we often join you at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> Uh, for prayer in my office. I have an assistant who I adore, and Molly and I, um, just that's how we start our day, some mornings okay. when we're together. So it's just great. We've got our whole team here from all over the country, the Loving Liberty Network team. We've got the uh, tech guys from Sam Bushman's Liberty Roundtable. Mm-hmm. And so we wish you could all be here with us to meet these wonderful people this is a huge exhibit hall. I think there's 170 exhibitors. It's 2,700 attendees this year wow. at Freedom Fest. It's our first year here. I know it's your first time. Yeah, it's it my mine. first time mm-hmm. to um, Freedom Fest, but it's sure great to be here in Rapid City.
2: You know, it's kind of like when you go to church <laughs> and you're among like-minded people yes. for the most part, you yes. know. And uh, so you kind of you get the energy off of everyone else. Yeah. And I have been trying to tell my listeners, I know people are discouraged. And every time something else comes up like this, Tracy, Stone, Manning, I'm thinking, how can they do this? Because they really don't care about the American people. They, they want the land. They want all your property. They want complete control of this nation. But they may be louder, but they do not have us outnumbered.
4: No, they don't.
2: And you see that when you come to these places. And we may not all think alike on everything, uh, and that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. But we need to agree on liberty. Mm. We need to agree on freedom. We need to agree on independence. You know, wanting to be. I think that's the one thing that has been our, our downfall is that we are an independent people. And so we don't want to get involved. We don't want to do this. You know, the farmers and the ranchers, they just want left alone to do their job. Yeah, they're busy from before sunup to way after sundown.
4: (laughs) And yet a lot of them still find time to contact their representatives. I mean, we're a republic.
2: Absolutely. They know
4: it better than anyone, and they know that they have to reach out to their representatives and Today we, we need them to reach out to their senators and, and urge them to not confirm, Do this, not woman confirm this woman who really... The Bureau of Land Management was set up to dispose of the land, the so-called public lands. Those were the lands that were open for entry and settlement. They're all settled. This, this is a misnomer. It's another word that's been co-opted by the progressives or the left. And so, anyway, the Bureau of Land Management (laughs) has become a management agency instead of what they were originally intended to be, which was to dispose of the land into private hands or at least into state lands.
2: And now they want it the opposite. Yeah, so now they want to take it it back 30 30
4: by 30. So um, these are all dangerous things because these are steps towards more and more socialism. And some people think socialism is okay, but it's because they – they need to talk to someone who's just come here from Venezuela or trying to get out of Cuba oh Um, wow so I have a quick story to tell you and if you got time good I Mm -hmm. want to tell you because last night after dinner some of us went to Crazy Horse and saw the light show and then we went to Mount Rushmore and uh, we were the last four people to leave they kind of had to you know or kind of see us out at Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock when we got to the gate there was a couple of men in nice suits, um, Chinese gentlemen, it was a man and his son, they'd inadvertently missed their excursion bus back down off the mountain, and they were stranded up there at Mount Rushmore with no way to get back to town. So we overheard them talking to the park ranger, and we were were staying at the same hotel, so we crowded them in our little four-seat car. (laughs) We added two more people in. It turns out it's Simon Lee who's the, he was telling us he's the business side of Apple Daily. It's just been shut, shut down, down in, Hong Kong.
2: in Hong Kong. Yeah.
4: We are hearing firsthand from Mr. Lee and his son, 14-year-old son, what it's like to try to do business in China, what it's like to try to have a free speech, truth-telling newspaper and have all their assets seized and their, all their staff members, not all, but...
2: Several have been arrested. Mm-hmm.
4: Sitting right next to him hearing this. We as Americans, we don't know these stories. We're so prosperous and we're so complacent yeah. and so blessed. We're so blessed that we just don't know. We can't really in some ways be blamed for not knowing, but we need to know. We need to go go to truthful sources of news and hear what's really happening around the world. These people must look at us and think, you've got to be kidding. You're all caught up in critical race theory, which we heard yesterday from Larry Elder. There's no such thing as systemic racism in this country. Are you kidding? Let's just move on. Let's talk about something really important like what's happening in Hong Kong or what's happening in Cuba, what's really happening.
2: Or our education, what they're trying to do that to us, the education. Uh, the de- the uh, destruction and the falling apart of a family. Mm-hmm. You know, I said years ago that a strong family makes strong nations. Weak families make weak nations. Mm-hmm. And look what they're doing, Kathy. Yeah. And, you know, just destroying. And they've taken away, they've destroyed the um, dignity or the value of women. Men are valuable, too, guys. I'm not trying to say you're right. not. But some of this feminist and some of this um, this gender, this transgender issues that they're bringing up, the women are just getting pushed to the back. You know, so a man who's pretending to be a woman has more rights than you and I do. Yeah. As a biological woman. <laughs> I,
4: ca- I call it. I've been calling it for years. The era of sexual confusion.
2: Oh my goodness! It's the
4: era of all kinds of confusion, no, but absolutely. especially around that issue. And so, you know, we need to return to biblical principles and put Amen. on the whole armor of God and talk about the truth about our
2: identity. So, and we need to sure. not. We need to not shy away from it. You know, be proud of who you are. And I know you raised daughters, I raised sons, so I don't, I didn't, can't relate to what I needed to tell a a daughter. I can just imagine I do have granddaughters and, and I worry about them. Mm. Um, but they need to be proud of who they are and realize that, that they, they're valuable. And they say the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. So which hand is rocking the cradle? Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to. The
4: government hand. You know, the
2: government Sorry. hand cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. So mama's, the Mama Bear will fight. She will fight sure. whatever is there for those cubs. And we need to be the same way here for our our younger women fighting and, and um, you know, let them know that they, they have value.
4: Well, and maybe that's why I feel so strongly at Loving Liberty that we need to have this Loving Liberty Ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, project that we launched last spring and we've just felt for about a year now that we're supposed to be doing more with women I mean I, I love the guys in my life I'm surrounded by great men I have great sons and sons-in-law um, virtuous guys they're just fantastic surrounded by great people men and women both but it's just been on my heart and mine to do more for women with women and My good friend of ten years, Molly, came to me about the same time and said, I'm looking for a part-time job. Can you keep your ears open? And it took me about five seconds to to say, say, oh, I have one. Well, why don't you come work (laughs) for me? And she's not only doubled my capacity to do, but more like quadrupled it. She's got some energy, that girl. I'm telling you, she's got some energy. We are really. We should put Molly on there. She'll think it's fun. (laughs) Come sit down over here.
2: We're headed into a break right now. Yeah. Thank you, Beth Thank Thank you you for being here. Well, thank you for for being here. here. For making that possible, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're headed into a break, and we will be back with our final segment. It'll be our final segment here at Freedom Fest, and for the weekend. And we will be back Monday with lots to tell. All right. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Anna. We will be right back.
1: Travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213, 800-296-1213, 800-296-1213, that's
2: 800-296-1213. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow Towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code Bethann. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to have rapid guests right now, rapid guests, because we decided we wanted to talk to Molly, Miss Energy, and then I have another guest that I'm going to bring on, and we're just going to kind of uh, tease you with her because we're going to get her back on for a full show and talk about what they do. But Molly, I don't even know your last Stratford, name. Stratford. Stratford is the right-hand man for, for Kathy, for Loving Liberty. So tell us a little bit about it.
4: You know, it is just one fantastic organization. We are just thrilled that we're able to be part of such a wonderful thing. I think it just
2: says it right in our title, Loving Liberty. I mean, can it get any better? No, it doesn't get any better. Can you be behind a better cause? No, I can tell by your face, you love what you're doing. I do. I do. (laughs) I'm passionate about it. You know, I just think when you
4: know you're doing something that's right, you can't help but have your heart and soul in it. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and I'm the mother of six children. Wow. And I feel like this is what, this is why I'm doing it. Because I care about these six children and I care about... Their children and their children and their children. Did
2: you homeschool your children? No. No, no. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and they're alive to tell about it. I know, I know. <laughs> Some days are better than others, yeah. you know. But I thought, you know, I raised five sons and they were all pretty close together. The first three were under three years old. Mm-hmm. And uh then then the fourth one came along and then I waited a little while before the fifth one. Now they all think he's spoiled. But uh, you of know course. they did the spoiling more than I've got pictures to prove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but you know, it is about our family. Yeah, that is why we do what we do, mm-hmm. and uh, we're uh, we're passionate about them. So I have those five mm-hmm. sons, and I have five wonderful daughter-in-laws, and I have 15 grandchildren oh. and three great-grandchildren. You know, I I'm getting easy It's easier to say that now than it used to be. Right, <laughs> right. I get it. I totally get it. Uh huh. I'm proud as punch of them, but yeah, g- g- great grandmother. Okay. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> But we thank you. I know you oh. you were doing all kinds of juggling to get us here, as well as everyone else at Loving Liberty here. And thank you for what you did. Oh, it's thank been you. fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. well
4: rewarded. I
2: had I had an old boss used to say, "You gotta love what you do every day," and I can tell that you do. Mm-hmm. I sure do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to have fun, or I else have to it's, be a part of it. Go somewhere else. You can't <laughs> have fun with That's what right. you have to do every day. That's right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank excuse you, and we're gonna bring on Leah. And I uh, just met Leah the other night at dinner. Leah Southwell, she is with John Burke Society. And we're trying to get, <laughs> we're trying to juggle things here and get her, get her microphone on. She is with the John Burke Society, and I want her to just kind of tease us a little bit about what she does. I can tell on her face she loves what she does as well. Yes. and uh, So tell us a little bit about that. I've had phone calls from people with John Burke Society. I've never been able to get anywhere, so let's, let's talk about well, that. Well, wonderful. Well, the Burke Society has existed since 1958, and
4: shockingly enough, when you go back and listen to what was being said in 1958, Our founder, Robert Welch, had it all figured out. He saw the direction that this country was going, and he was trying to warn people and say, look, our country is being infiltrated by communist Marxist ideology, and they're in every part of our society, and we can't let this continue, and we're losing our American values
2: and principles. And we can see that now. Yes, now. You know, if if the pandemic didn't do anything else, it opened up people's eyes. Right. Right uh now some of them are still walking around with <laughs> eyes closed and masks on but yeah. because we've been we've been taught and trained to think that the government social programs are here for the good and they're not for the good right, right. and uh so so Birch so Society has been revealing these truths, and
4: for many years, we've been terribly uh, smeared. Uh, now they're Called Trump, radical? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> conspiracy theorist. And interestingly enough, I was just at an event where a former CIA agent came out and admitted, and he said, we created that term, conspiracy theorist, to uh, dismiss anybody who spoke out against the things that were happening. Right. So that is the the history of the Birch Society is that people thought we were crazy with these things. Now we're seeing a huge explosion in our growth again because everything that we've been teaching was right on. And we had the facts. We weren't conspiracy theorists. We were conspiracy
2: factists. But people weren't ready to hear it. They weren't ready to accept this. A conspiracy is something that um, you can't prove. Um, But we have so many things in writing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We can prove it. Yes. They they claimed that Agenda twenty one was a conspiracy. Oh really? Yeah. Well then why does it have five hundred and some pages? Yes. Yeah. You know. Is the Executive Order fourteen zero zero eight a conspiracy? I don't think so. Have you read it? I haven't read the Agenda whole thing. 21? No no the oh. the executive order. I'm not sure which one that oh, is. I'll show it to okay. you. its uh, I don't think I have it with me, but you can look it up. Yeah. But the first two paragraphs are so dramatic. Mm. So I'm going to do a dramatic reading of it, I think, and uh, not of the whole thing, just those first mm-hmm. couple. Of... But we have them in writing. There's no conspiracy. The conspiracy are those that are writing these trying to take over yeah. us. Well, I would say conspiracy is two or more people working in secret
4: towards evil
2: Absolutely. means. Absolutely
4: that is the, the definition of a conspiracy. So there are conspiracies. All the Birch Society has been doing is revo- revealing the facts of it with their own words. The issue and is, not in secret. Right. Well, <laughs> much of it was in secret, it is attempted to be in secret, but we are able to get little bits and pieces that we're able to figure out what their intent is. So people are finally waking up and seeing, yes, we are losing America. But there's one organization who's been preaching this since 1958, that we were going to lose America if we didn't recognize what are those things that we need to be fighting for, but who are we fighting against? This is a battle, and it's a battle that we're not going to win. It's going
2: to last forevermore. It's last from the beginning of time. Liberty. yeah, Freedom. Is never really won. Exactly. There's always that shyster in the trench coat over here, ready to sell you some good sale of goods you know uh i've got this social program over here it's going to be it's going to be the better of the community
4: (laughs) and when you don't teach history people believe that and they want something like that it sounds good it sounds like a wonderful utopia but if you learn anything about history it's never worked anywhere in history so why do we keep making the same mistake over and over again because we never learn from history well
2: we're going to remove the stigma and um, the CSE Talk Radio is going to give you some time on the air. And we're going to, we're going to try and get this cut through this. And I'm sure you guys have a way to win it, <laughs> how we can continue the battle for liberty. Because it's never really won. Never really won. Absolutely.
3: And, uh, Agreed.
2: you know, we have – what was it that Benjamin Franklin said? It's a republic if you can keep it. That's right. You and know. it's us, the citizens, it's that need us. to keep it. But we've been – told to just leave it up to the experts, and this is where we went wrong. Yeah. We, Thomas this, this Jefferson told us also that the legislature is the most to be feared, yeah. <laughs> and we have let them do their thing and they are destroying our liberty and our republic and that's why they all say democracy and our republic we're out of time yeah. <laughs> Leah thank you we're out thank of time you. for this show and we will have you back we're going to keep in touch and see if we can have you back and maybe some other representatives if you would like from the John Burke Society and Love we're going to we're going to educate America wonderful thank, right. thank, thank you so God bless question. you you've been listening to CSE Talk Radio it is so wonderful to be here and see all these people that are patriots, that really want to do what's right. You know, sometimes we get angry, but we can't let our anger lead us. We've got to use our common sense and lead with love. But be standing your ground. Stand your ground. And all together, everybody here and everybody there, we're working together to bring America home.
5: That's American-Heritage.org.
6: I really don't want to talk about this, but I will. I'm just so mad. I didn't get asked for the junior prom, and it's raining, which means by the time I get to school, I'm soaking wet. Dad picked me up just after I left, and I was so mad. I got out, and he said, wait, your mom said to give you this. I forgot my lunch money, and then I dropped it in the water, and I was late for history, and so at lunchtime, I had to find something on John Stuart Mill, which, of course, our library didn't have. So I had to walk all the way down to the office to call my mom, and she found something on the Internet and called me back. And Karen, she wouldn't even help me, and that's a whole other story. But Dad helped me conjugate it now or whatever on the way to the swim team workout. And then he read my history paper while I was in the pool. And, of course, I forgot the bibliography. So I had to do that with my mother when I got home. And it made me totally forget that I put my jeans in the washer that morning. And I hate it when they sit wet like that all day and smell like mildew. But my mom said she put them in the dryer while I was at the swim team. And, you know, I'm just not going to go to the prom. No matter who asked me, I just want to stay home with my mom and dad. Family. And just hang out.
1: Isn't it about time?
6: Unless.
5: From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.